0: Buddy, our first podcast of the season one, season one, season 11, episode number one, synopsis, screenshots. We got it all from that two hour program yesterday. And surprise, two hours. It was from 8 to 11 p.m. here in the USA. I know you guys in Canada will be seeing it Sunday. So I'm gonna put that out there right now that this is spoiler alert from yesterday till the end of May, spoiler alert. And on the phone from Canada, our synopsis lady, ready to roll. Hello Judy.
1: Hello John, hi everybody. It's so good to be back and good to be starting another season. I think our uh, our first episode was a good one and well worth watching. So enjoy tonight with us.
0: Yep, I took a couple of uh, snipses, snipses, snipes of uh, some screenshots of the drilling down that uh, I thought had some value to it. But then again, it was repeating a lot of things, and um, that's what they usually do. You know, we're on the repeat mode and they're not gonna change their format. So uh, anything of importance, we'll see some screenshots and discuss that uh, tonight, guys. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're not about to change it, John.
0: No, let me get my hellos in here. Everybody's coming in. Hello, Neil, Gloria, and our Gloria. There's Tammy, Tammy's in the house hello tammy hope you're doing good hello julie neal hello luann <clears throat> thank you gloria don't forget to like the channel subscribe if you can there... Ashley, next Tuesday, our pre-show on the 14th will be on Discord at 10.15 for about 15 minutes to talk. Yesterday, just overloaded information. I didn't realize it was from 9 to 11 on the USA side, uh, Gloria. So, Gloria, we'll be talking to you next uh, Tuesday to hear that voice. Hello, Sand Dollar. Hello, David. hello jamie yep yeah, i'm pretty tired from yesterday but uh things we got to push through we'll make it through judy
1: yes we will john we're here for you tonight
0: yep hello scott of all times to get a uh covid and now i'm you know i'm negative and all the rest of it Right in the beginning of the first season. You know what I mean? The first season. Why do I keep on saying the first season? The first episode.
1: Right, yeah. It was just a bad time for me to (laughs) come down with all that. Sure.
0: Yeah, we waited all summer, and now I'm battling, you know?
1: Right, and so much work to do.
0: Mm -hmm. People don't realize how much work it is to do, to put on a podcast. And um, a lot of prep work, uh, Judy, as you know.
1: I do know just from listening to you, John, my, mine's easy to do for me. You got the hard part, buddy. <laughs>
0: yep. Here's Sydney. Hello, I can see and hear you and can hear Judy. Well, Judy, I guess we're good to go once we get the okay from Sydney. I thank her for all her work.
1: Yep. I always know we're good when we see Cindy.
0: Yeah. I know. It's kind of sad if we do an hour and a half podcast and uh, nobody can hear or see us, that would be not bad.
1: (laughs) That wouldn't be good at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what people must ask. I mean, some people don't because they're professionals. I'm not no professional, so I ask, you know.
1: Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all.
0: Hello, Todd. All right, let's uh, thank my YouTube membership supporters and my two Patreon supporters. Here comes the professor. Hello, Daniel.
1: Hi, Daniel.
0: I want to thank uh, the Pirate for rejoining on the monthly. I thank him so much. And we got Sandra and Stacy and Jupiter and Mark and Becky and Wayne and Alina and Ke- and David and Nelson and Paul and Carol and Virginia and Gary and Rebecca, Caroline, Barbara, Starlene, Jeff, Sandler. Joanne and Hardaby, very nice on the membership side. Also, I got Judy live, and I want to thank you, Judy, for all you do for the the group and the show and the podcast. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, John, my honor.
0: And we got Daniel Spino, the historian, and also we have Osprey Muyan that we hope we see in 2024. It's all up to him, uh, Judy, so cross our fingers and cross our toes.
1: Right on, John, and as long as there's going to be another season.
0: Yeah. I thought it was a great uh, show with Jeffrey Irving uh, last night. We'll try yes, to, I
1: did, too.
0: We'll try to do Collins on Tuesday nights, uh, pre-shows if it's either just me or we try to get a guest on, but a lot of guests that I asked to put in a little hello for the season 11, one episode did not comply for some reason. So when they don't comply, it sort of hits my heartstrings a little bit. I mean, if they can't take a minute of their time to send something after you tell them what's going on for like before three weeks, I know they're busy, but one minute of their time means a lot to me, you know, Judy.
1: Yeah, it does, John. And I know it does. It does hurt you, but we're all here.
0: Yep, I just want to tell you what's going on. I speak from the heart. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you do. So that's what we love about you.
0: You know, if you want to sell books and do that kinds of stuff, well, I sort of ask for, you know, those little things, you know, come on for a minute and say a little bit of this and that. So they're all walking the plank. Like they, like, uh, Daniel says. Yeah,
1: and <laughs> thank goodness it's not me for a change.
0: Right. It doesn't <laughs> affect the channel, it does affect the membership. It's it's just us, you know, guys.
1: Right.
0: Hello, Jen. Thanks for coming in. I want to thank all my moderators. Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Kathy, and Tanya from Portugal. Also Jeff M and Glory on the YouTube side. You guys are the best. And our lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. I got to thank my main members. They come from the Quest of Oak Island Facebook group. If you want to join, it's a private group. Almost touching 70,000 members. We're just staying right there. We're always live on Facebook and YouTube together. And on the other platforms, we go to our Twitter. No Twitch, no Rumble. We're on Discord and Instagram. If you want to join those, are all QOOI um, channels. And also our members... I send the uh, video to Spotify for podcasters. That goes around the world, as you know, Judy. And that's been growing.
1: Yeah, and I just, I still can't get over people enjoy just listening to us.
0: Yep. Hello, David. Thanks for coming in. Um, next week, they say episode three. I'm calling it episode two. You know?
1: Yes, yes. You- you
0: know how they uh, screw us up on episodes one, two, three, and four, and they stick a drilling down in Judy. We get so confused. What's it, number two, number three? You know.
1: Right, exactly. I looked at my pay, my channel, and it is, does say number two for next next week.
0: Right, but on episode. here on here it says uh, episode three, November fourteenth. Wow. It's called heavy lifting. So that's next Tuesday. I'll be on pre-show at 645 here, Tuesdays, for the rest of the season. And uh, here we go. Yeah, uh, Tammy, I'm doing a lot of audio work for you and people that have bad eyesight or can't see at all with uh, Daniel's work and Charlotte's work with uh, artificial intelligence. and Her name is Sandra or Sarah that you'll see, not see, but hear later. And I'll post it in our Facebook group that you just have to click on it and you hear the whole statement from Daniel and Charlotte in audio. And it's also for, like I said, all the people with bad eyesight. They can't read all these things. Obviously, when Judy's doing her synopsis all year long, you can listen to Judy and find out all the ins and outs besides listening to the show.
1: I think that's a great idea,
0: Sean. Hello, Peter. Yeah, so we got next week, it's called Heavy Lifting. And I'm sort of excited, more excited again for that heavy lifting show that will go over the pre-show next week with this Mooyon, holy mooyon, finally called and they called it Aladdin's Cave. So now we know, Judy. Ever saw that picture? I don't have it up now, but the big long reach excavator digging a huge hole on the bottom of the money pit, and four guys are looking in that big 20 by 20 pit? Yes. Yeah. Now we know that's Aladdin's Cave that they're looking for, that Muyan. Showed
1: okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't put that together. Thank you.
0: Yep, yep. But that's next week's show. This week, we were just picking up a lot of coins, like somebody uh, was dancing around a campfire, and uh, all the coins fell out of their pockets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a possibility, depending on what they were into.
0: Yep. And my little thank yous go to Daniel's and Charlotte's page. Oh, they go there for any kind of interviews with different people. A lot of people that they recommend for books and links to buy their books. You go there, not to my group, but go there and you can get links to other books that they think are viable. And see Daniels in Charlotte's blog right here. Again, we thank uh, Tony Sampson, Salty Dog Tours. Tonight, again, we're giving away a hat. In chat, let StreamYard use your profile and picture, that's all they use, your little profile under your picture, that's all they use, very private. And put in hashtag H-A-T, you'll be automatically entered into the drawing when Judy reminds me later. And uh, win a hat on me mailed all over the world. As long as you haven't won a hat, these are for people that have not won a Quest baseball cap. And it's fun to actually win something. You know, Julie?
1: Oh, it is. I know everybody looks forward to that. John, especially if they don't have one.
0: <clears throat> and there's my gang. They appreciate each one of you. <clears throat> and if people... I guess now are using my live shows and showing them on their page, on their group and sort of uh, talking over me, which I appreciate. It makes us more viable, Judy.
1: Wow, John, that's great news. I didn't know that. And uh, congratulations.
0: Yep, and I said, okay, but you know, sort of don't start streaming my stream until the meat and potatoes come, you know, don't stream at all when I do all my thank yous, but you know, wait till all the thank yous are done because I see that as so much supportive tissue that without you guys, there is no group. You know what I mean, Judy?
1: Right. Exactly. John. Yeah. We need them.
0: Yep, and I recognize all of you and it's always in the beginning of the show. Sometimes not individually on Tuesdays, but on our Wednesday podcast, you all be rewarded with shout outs and appreciation from me and everybody else making my channel for the seven years very successful. I thank you so much.
1: We thank you too, John, very much for bringing us together
0: there's the hooks in the house don't worry about it tim but uh, we have a lot of things to go over it's uh hashtag hat Let me see in the giveaway if people are in it already. Yep, we got four entries in the hat giveaway, so keep that going. I won't look anymore until the end of the show, Judy. And you're automatically put in. You just got to put it in once. Hashtag hat. It knows if you put it in more than once. It doesn't matter. Yep, Josie, if you got one. You don't need one. Not unless I get some kind of new merchandise. Then everybody's viable um, for that. So, like I said, it was a good show with uh, Jeffrey last night. I thought it was funny that how he got to the number three status.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> he was very happy, though.
0: Yeah, he thought it was he was number eight because he didn't put his glasses on and have his coffee. Then he looked again, and he was uh, number three. So I posted it on YouTube. I thought it was pretty funny. It's a fifty-six, fifty-six second clip. You know,
1: <laughs> it was it, very cute. Yes, it was funny.
0: And um, thank you, Tammy. But the, we got to get uh, Julie to get her wine ready. And. Um, <laughs> a lot of coins last night. I kept on thinking, all right, we went to the 13-foot circle on lot five. I thought we'd do a lot of lot five, but not that much. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. I was not expecting that at all. And um, I don't think they were either.
0: And then one thing I'm going to say before seven o'clock, and then Judy will start her synopsis, is uh, they did show us on Robert Young's lot, I have all pictures of this, I have all screenshots, that he did put the rocks around this 13-foot circle. But they are looking for artifacts inside the circle. But Robert Young did put all the boulders around the top that we have pictures from. And I think, and I appreciate the show, showing that in the beginning, in the uh, first episode, because you know why? we would have found that out.
1: You're right, you're right.
0: But you know what I mean, Judy? I think they had to put that out there now because of my podcast and maybe other podcasts. All of a sudden we would have found out, hey, Robert Young put all these rocks around this 13 foot uh, uh, diameter on lot five. Also when Fred Nolan owned this lot five, he had to go over it with the newest technology he had at the time and then Robert Young also. So they weren't dummies over there, you know, to leave a lot of stuff in there, but we'll see, you know, Judy?
1: Right, I'm anxious to see what else they find this year. I got a feeling there's more to come.
0: Yeah, and as far as I know about redoing Lot 5, I guess he did not have the technology, obviously, that Gary Drayton has to find the minute little pieces of coins and everything, but if you would think it was a treasure, why are they finding all these coins 10 inches in the ground? You know what I mean? I mean, if you've got a treasure, you bury it. You know what I mean? I don't think it'll work up eight foot up from a lot and end up on the surface of the soil. You know, Judy?
1: No, I agree, John. I don't know unless they were uh, really sloppy about the way they uh, put it in the ground.
0: I don't know. You know, you got to think of those things. You know what I mean,
1: right? And you always do.
0: You up, Gloria? Here's Janet. I know. I was going to say something like that. yeah. Laird worked for Young and must have known that Young put the rocks around. Why? And when not I say that in the very beginning of the investigation? Yeah, Jan. It's uh, like you know. Part of the show is production, selling advertising, selling dollars. Then it's our side, the serious treasure hunters. So maybe he did say this to production. I know Laird, he probably did. But it doesn't mean production is going to show us what Laird said. You know, Judy?
1: Right. They do cut a lot out.
0: Yeah, but I know Laird. I've spoken to him many times. And if he saw that and knew it was there, he would have told production, not that it would have been a big secret, you know, Jen.
1: I agree he would have, yes. I mean, so they kept
0: Right, they kept it under wraps, you know? You know, if you got good stuff for TV, well, You edit this, you edit that, you splice this, you splice that. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. Uh, Daniel says they found out about the stone ring through photos by the Young family, according to the show last night. Okay. I missed that, Daniel.
0: Yeah, me too. All right, Judy, so you got your wine ready?
1: No. Well, right now I got water. Will that do?
0: Yeah, okay. We'll let you go the first show. Okay. All right. Let me bring your picture up. Make sure, and people there, make sure you're hearing Judy clearly for our first show here. Make sure all my dials and tones and video is okay. Then I'll know for the rest of the season. Let me bring Judy's picture up. There she is. She's supposed to give me a new picture this year. I know. I
1: haven't got it to you yet. I don't like posing for pictures, guys.
0: You gotta pose. You're 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 oh. famous.
1: <laughs> I'll try and make myself do it okay.
0: Hello Dee Dee, thanks for stopping in.
1: Hi Dee
0: Dee <clears throat> All right, well let Judy uh, say her synopsis and then we'll break it down word for word. Judy, when you're ready. Thank you very much. Go
1: ahead. All righty. So guys, here we are season 11 episode one on the money. And it's a two hour show season 11 opens with Rick, Marty, Craig, Jack, and Alex arriving at the war room where the rest of the team awaits them. Some of the team are present via video along with some new members who are introduced. Rex says, let's get her done. They discuss the areas they all focus on this season, which are the garden shaft, where Gary detected non-ferrous metal at the end of season 10 on the bottom. Dumas will drill 20 more feet down this year. The baby blob where a tunnel was found 80 to 100 feet down last year. Ian has narrowed down the important area to a 20 foot radius. Laird and his team will focus on lot five or they will expand the search of the 13 foot circular structure. Laird is now convinced that Robert Young who owned lot five place the stones around the top. Why did he do that? Finally, they will dig in four areas of interest in the swamp. Tony Sampson will dive off the north end of the swamp to see if there is any artifacts there that are related to the dam Fred Nolan believed to be at the top of the swamp. With this all in mind, the team departs to get after it. While the team in the money pit area begin drilling six inch borehole B5N13 to search for a tunnel, on lot five, Laird and his team begin digging on the circular structure. Right away from the top edge, they find a piece of red ware pottery. Laird dates it from the 17th to 18th centuries. Laird says they must go deeper. Marty Rick, and Gary arrive to metal detect and after the detector beeps from inside the structure, Laird digs up a metal piece. Marty believes it to be a latch off of a cellar door. It goes to the lab for testing. Back at the Money Pit area, they are down 109 feet where they find only a soft soil zone. Steve points out they are just two and a half feet from the baby blob, where high amounts of metal have been detected, so they will drill down to 114 feet where the soil is firmer but they find no artifacts. Craig says they need to decide where to drill next. It's a new morning, and in the lab, Laird and Emma are testing the metal latch found on Lot 5 yesterday. The test results show iron with no manganese, so it is pre-1840. Laird says they have nothing like this metal but believes it does match metal artifacts found at the birthplace of William Phipps, which is in Maine. More research is needed. Later that morning, back on Lot 5, Rick and Gary are metal detecting, and Rick digs up another coin just 30 yards from where the half-Roman coin was found last year. Next, Rick digs up a second coin that looks like the first. They call Marty and Craig, who arrive a few minutes later, and upon seeing the first coin, Marty believes it to be similar to the Roman coin. Rick digs up a third coin that resembles the others. They are bagged and taken right to the lab. As we enter our two, We find the team in the lab where they are testing the three coins found the day before. The XRF machine shows the first coin to be made of copper and silver, so not Roman, but it is old. The second coin on which Laird can see the outline of a face proves to be copper, lead, and tin, so it could be Roman. The third coin is engraved with a woven pattern and is made of brass, iron, and a heavy amount of manganese. Emma believes it to be French from the 13th century and matches the barter token and the lead cross. They will call in Sandy Campbell, coin expert, to take a look at these three odd balls. Over at the Money Pit in the middle of the baby blob, the team is drilling borehole E5N 9.5, and at 99 feet down have found nothing. Steve points out that this is near hole DN 11.5 where a void and gold in the wood were found last year. The following morning, Back at the money pit again, they are drilling hole DN12 in the baby blob three feet east of hole DN11.5 in hopes of finding a tunnel or a chamber. Over at the research center, the team is discussing having Tony Sampson dive off the coast of the north tip of the swamp where they think there could be a man-made dam. They want to see if there are any artifacts under the water that could connect to the dam. Later that afternoon, Gary, Rick, Craig and Marty are metal detecting. Unfortunately, Craig digs up a piece of modern day metal while Marty digs up a fourth coin. Meanwhile, Tony begins his dive off the north shore of the swamp they also put down an rov sub so the rest of the team can see the bottom tony sees what looks like several pieces of handmade planks along with pottery and a sailor's pipe stem tony's detector goes off and he finds what looks like a coin with a hole in the center like the Chinese coin found a year ago. Sadly, Tony cannot dig or remove any artifacts until they receive a permit, but they will be back. At the money pit, a core comes up from 101 feet down and at 97 and a half feet, they find wooden beams. Marty believes this could be a collapsed chamber. The wood will be tested. The episode ends in the Interpretive Center with Sandy Campbell examining the four coins. The first coin is British from the 1500s and has a gate design on it common at that time. Could it be related to the William Phipps story? More research is needed. To Sandy, the second coin is obviously Roman from 100 to 300 AD. The third he thinks is from India from the fifth century. The fourth has a male portrait on one side and two people on the other side. Sandy says it is Roman over 2000 years old from the bc era so great start to season 11 guys join us next week for episode two and in the meantime stay safe please
0: fantastic job judy as normal you're going into season 11 stronger than ever thank you
1: oh thank you good good good
0: (laughs) of course everybody this will be posted um on our Facebook group page, so everybody can read it uh, later on, <clears throat> as we always do. As you know, our format here. And fantastic job, Judy. Very, very good.
1: Thank you, John. Very much. I have to admit, I was shocked last night when they said there was going to be a third hour, yeah. and, and thankfully, guys, John didn't make me do the drilling down.
0: I go. Yeah, they were telling me on Discord, like Ashley and everybody, wait a minute, my thing says 9 to 11. I have found nothing prior to that, Judy. I thought it was just 8 to 10.
1: Yes, me too. I I didn't see it. It wasn't on my channel.
0: (laughs) So it was a surprise. So it was a long night last night. Uh, It
1: was, but a good one.
0: For me, about 6 p.m. to about 2 a.m. in the morning, nonstop. You know, you got to download to YouTube and Twitter and edit this and cut that and make sure everything's okay for the interwebs with uh, Jeffrey Irving. So there was a lot of work that went into it, but uh, we got to get into the swing of things. We had the whole summer off and I got spoiled these once a month uh, podcasts, you know, Judy?
1: Yeah, John, that's for sure. I couldn't help but think when I was writing the synopsis, it, it seems like a year instead of... Six months
0: just yeah. since I did the last one. Yeah, know yep. and it was interesting what Jeffrey said too. I mean, it'd be great if they ended the season like season thirteen because of that "quote unquote" number thirteen. You know,
1: right? That would be great. <laughs> it
0: would. Glory says the history channel. Yeah, I went over there. I don't know. I'm just getting too old and forgetful. I think I don't know. All right, let's uh, get Judy off of here. Thank you. Uh, Ready? Judy's picture is off. and There's my mug with the studio and the bomb shelter here. And we'll go over some screenshots and we'll discuss what Judy said and what the team's saying through the screenshots. You guys ready? We're ready. Here we go. course it started out uh, judy with a drilling down and i'm going to the right Mm
1: -hmm. and it was a good introduction i will say if somebody hasn't watched it it, it's worth watching Mm
0: to show us that we're going into the war room maddie's going into the war room so great to kick off a new year like this here every year number 11 guys show number 11 lordy 40 that's all i want to hear is about the mooyan that's what i want to hear
1: right i think we're all looking forward to that john
0: The 11th year on this adventure, on this mystery. You notice, like I said to you guys, you got to see what the storyteller is directing us to. And I always saw, sort of say in the back of my mind, they were saying more about the mystery of Oak Island than actually a treasure. What do you think on that, guys? Give me your bit back feet on that.
1: Yeah, I think Rick talked about that a bit, bit last night. I think that's what they're after more now, is solving that mystery than they are finding a treasure.
0: Don't you think after a while, if they haven't found it by now, they got to realize, I'm not saying it's there, I'm not saying it's not there, but uh, it seems like they're going more towards the history type of the program, more than we're finding gold and the blooms and gold bars and silver which they keep that hope high, which you have to be. If you don't keep that hope high, why are you even digging there, you know?
1: Right, exactly. And someone like me, I find the history part and the mystery part more important than the treasure itself. But a lot of people feel differently. So um, hopefully they find both.
0: Yeah, Daniel, I, I, I saw that too. Rick seemed to wanted to cry right in the beginning. Well, I'd cry too if I went 11 years and spent all this money I didn't find anything yet, I'd start crying right away.
1: Daniel says, John, there may have never been a treasure, but someone did something there a long time ago. Hmm. I agree, Daniel. Yeah,
0: and he's excited. All right, yeah, we're excited. Just don't give us too many big hooks, like Kathy points out. <laughs> <laughs> she also says it's a worthy in Denver. Okay, but now that uh, financially, they must be all set through the History Channel. So that all takes time, Judy. You know what I mean? In the beginning, they're just right. in the beginning. They're just dumping money, dumping money, and now I think they recouped. I'm not sure. I'm not their accountant, but. Money has to be coming in, so it makes it a little bit easier on the on the soul, you know, guys.
1: Right, it, I'm sure it does easier on them, and then they can relax and uh, concentrate on on Oak Island.
0: It seems like they got more and more people they got to pay on their payroll. I don't think they're all volunteers, you know.
1: You no, know, I'm sure that some of them are paid for sure, and a few more this year were added.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Daniel says, I want answers and truth, no fiction.
0: Yep, Daniel, but with a show like this here, we're going to get what sells, a little bit of drama, a little bit of, oh, my God, somebody got hurt or something. You know, they got to put them spikes in in production. You know that, right?
1: Right. They will keep doing that.
0: You're laying a lot of...
1: Linda says the tourists will bring in a lot of money when they start up again. Yes, Linda, I'm sure they will.
0: Yep, and they're putting a lot of emphasis on the garden shaft. But don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know what I'm talking about here?
1: Right. I agree, John. <laughs> Daniel says sexy Templars. Hmm. <laughs> are they sexy, Daniel? Gee, what am I missing?
0: But, uh just discussing about this year's uh, season Charles bockhaus has got the beer going on
1: I know that changes him so much
0: yeah and we got to see what uh what goes in the garden shaft the swamp they had a promo for next week you can see it on my YouTube channel that they found a wooden structure in the swamp So that's something new to see next week, uh, Judy.
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to find out what it is.
0: But I remember at the end of the peninsula, Fred did drop a shaft at the end of the peninsula. So I hope it's not that, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, okay. Well, I hope not either.
0: (laughs) There they go. And they're more concentrating on lot five. So I don't know if we're gonna bounce from lot five to the lab 15 times in that hour now with Emma, you know what I mean?
1: Right, it kind of looks that way, doesn't
0: it? Well, they got the new research center and people are even sending them things to evaluate from outside of Oak Island stuff. But it seems like they're going right from the island right to the lab, back and forth and back and forth. So I think we're going to see a lot of that because I don't know what else is going on here.
1: Right, exactly. Well, well it's certainly handy, and we find out about it sooner, right? <clears> this <throat> way.
0: Then Maddie tries to get something out of the Rick and Marty, and they're tight-lipped. You know, their final thoughts. Marty looks older this year. Rick looks skinnier.
1: He does. I think Rick looks really good this year, better than he has in a while.
0: And Marty, what do you think? Did Marty aged a lot over this year, or is it me? Uh,
1: no, I think he has. I think he has a bit.
0: That's why we're not. Yeah,
1: my... it can't be. Uh... Kathy the Hook points out, John, that uh, there seems to have been quite a few references to Zena's map. I noticed that too. Rick keeps bringing that up.
0: Yep. And uh, that's why the last two nights when I was on, I put on my History Channel flannel shirt like Rick, if you noticed that. I don't know if anybody noticed that.
1: I noticed it, yes.
0: (laughs) Hello, Renee. I got a lot of things of why didn't they hire Miriam back? What the heck do I know who they hire? You know what I mean?
1: Really? <laughs> she might show up before mm-hmm. the end of the season, guys.
0: Yeah. Stephen's hair's growing, going gray. Well, yeah. if, we don't, if we don't find something quick, he'll be bald.
1: <laughs> I hope not. He's got nice head of hair.
0: And of course. They wanna find a direction or which way they're going. And as we know, it's the garden shaft in the swamp and research around the world. And they did mention Nolan's Cross, which I saw that boulder that was peeking out of the swamp. So we gotta see Judy, you see that little tidbit of in the swamp, it looked like a cone boulder sticking out.
1: Yes, I did see that. So it would be interesting to find out if they're connected in some way.
0: Yep. And he said it here, Marty, with Nolan's cross. So something's going on. Right. (laughs) The source of what I'm talking about is impeccable. Okay, Marty. (laughs) Maddie tried to get something out of him, but that was about it. I think you're going to learn something that might change history as you've been taught.
1: Oh, Daniel says the stone in the swamp and the cross are connected in his opinion. Okay, Daniel.
0: We don't know anything about the stone in the cross yet, not unless Daniel has a crystal ball.
1: <laughs> he must know something we don't. He usually does.
0: Yeah, he's holding back on us, Judy. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh God.
1: Daniel says, if it's the Italian professor, I call Bologna.
0: <laughs> You're gonna have a lot more people hating you than me pretty soon, uh, Mr. Spino. <laughs>
1: <laughs> better you than it's better him than you, right?
0: We got a new member, Tim Gallant. Thank you so much for joining the YouTube channel. Got a nice sub there. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tim. And Gloria says, why didn't we see that stone before when they've drained the swamp? I have no idea. We'll have to look back on Asprey drone videos, Gloria, and see if we do see that cone chain shaped swamp or maybe it was always full of muck since they dug out the swamp more and more, more and more is gonna show, you know what I mean?
1: Right, that's true. I hadn't thought about that angle, but yeah, we have not seen that
0: before. And here they are arriving to the island for season 11, episode one. How many times do we hear this? I think we're closer than we've ever been. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, we can almost uh, say it to ourselves as they're driving.
0: And here's Rick. How come Rick never drives?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's always Marty. Does Marty like to be in control, I think.
0: There's the sign. Crandall Road, Oak Island. Make a left here. There's the old causeway. Here we go. My expectation is that this year we'll figure things out. Oh, God. (laughs) Like I said, we're in for the ride, Judy.
1: Yes, we are. We're here till the end, John.
0: I just hope I'm still alive if they find something or make something of a valuable discovery you know what i mean
1: right i got you yeah we got to stay around till they till they find it
0: and it's like uh okay the fellowship is striving to make that happen unreal
1: yes they are yes they are
0: well here we meet the new crew (laughs)
1: daniel says we got to be here till
0: season 75 yeah it looks that way here's the crew on uh, zoom and then somebody asked me about the date of the old garden shaft so that's why i put this in there because i saw it last night The wood was dated to 1735. I think I said 1730. So the person asking me this question, there it is. As you look back on this uh, podcast, the garden shaft was dated at 1735, 30 years, 40 years. So it's old.
1: Yes, it is.
0: And like Judy said, they got the permit to go 20 feet more, which is uh, about 100 feet, 103 feet. But yet, Mulan is showing things down at the 193 level as far as the hit is concerned. So we'll see what they do with that, Judy.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm anxious to see them go deeper.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's all our... uh, Daniel.
1: Oh, Daniel points out that Danny Hanegar joined the, the gang. Great guy and very knowledgeable about the island.
0: Yep. Tim, the crossway is about 650 feet to the mainland. Here's all the drill wow. points they looked at. <laughs> this is the area of well, between 80 and 20, 120 feet of the most silver and gold area near the baby blob. A lot of thinking going on. And here's our new people, Maya McDonald and Jamie Kaba. Of course, we know Emma. And everybody quit asking me where's Marion. Maybe she's back to school. Maybe she's doing whatever she's got to do on her own. Maybe she'll be in the middle of the season. I have no idea. These are the people involved now in season 11, Judy.
1: Yes, yeah, so we'll
0: get to know them, won't we? And there's uh, Danny Henninger, like uh, Daniel says. Great guy, very knowledgeable about the island.
1: And Helen's back, which is great.
0: Yep. We'll find out more about the stone wall. And this is what I'm glad that the show and production let it loose, that this was known, because I'm pretty sure we would have found out and that would have been really embarrassing uh, to the show. But do they care? I have no idea, Judy.
1: Yeah, it's hard to say, John. They're getting out of it what they want, so.
0: (laughs) There's the 13-foot round anomaly that they pushed uh, last season. These are pictures from Robert Young from his lot five. There he is. uh, Not there he is, but putting the boulders around this 13 foot impression.
1: Daniel says but is that where the money pit was originally located daniel are you thinking about the 13 foot depression do you think that could have been the, the money pit
0: no yeah, why don't they just set the trash drill over the circle and drill it right what's the big deal here you know what i mean
1: exactly <laughs> they want to find the artifacts i guess
0: It's like, okay, we're hitting platforms every 10 feet again, or they're drilling down to nothing. Just put the choice drilling drill over it. Take a ride over there with the drill. Give us about eight, six inch bore holes in the middle of this baby, and i will test it. What do you think, Judy? Oh,
1: hey, I'm game. Find yep. out real quick. Daniel says he doesn't
0: think
1: that is The original money pit, and he thinks it was purposely concealed.
0: Mm. Here's more of the rocks. A lot of 17th century artifacts are in there. As they go deeper, they get older, you know. Right. No idea, Judy. Why that is, Judy Neal? Why he placed rocks around it? I don't know. Don't forget, Freddie. Don't forget, Fred Nolan owned this lot before him. If there was anything of value in his technology that he had at the time, You know, he would have found something there, you know what I mean?
1: Right, I agree. And I think they'll let us know why the stones were put there eventually.
0: Then there's the spots in the swamp that they're digging out. The area off Fred's Peninsula to the south, you see it in white. that little paved area, and then the north side of the swamp. The up 10 more drilling permits. And here's where they're sinking some more six inch boreholes to look for that gold signature. Here it is in B5N13. And they got to be testing, Judy. All of a sudden, the borehole, they say, Dr. Spooner and his partner says, well, this is the most concentrated part of gold. And they drill down and they test the dirt. and There's nothing there. What the heck does yeah. that, what that tell you? You know what I mean?
1: Right, yeah. That's just kind of strange to me.
0: You drill down and you bring up a bunch of gold. Okay, you got the spot. Mark the spot off. Tunnel to it from the garden shaft. No more caissons, as far as I know, Judy.
1: No, I don't. I doubt it very much.
0: And here I love maps, so I got to take pictures of some maps. (laughs) Steve knows I love maps. There it is, where that B.5N13 drill hole is, six inch borehole.
1: Linda uh, uh, Shaftel says, when I see that dump truck in that area, I will definitely get excited.
0: Yep, yep. And here they are at the Circular Depression. Laird and team doing his thing. He found a piece of pottery that he's not sure about. Came off of something of a jar like this. I don't know if we covered that, uh, Judy. I don't remember. Redware pottery, there it goes, I read it.
1: Yeah, right, they showed that picture.
0: Yep, redware pottery shards they found. Hello, Louis, thanks for coming in. There they are sifting out. (coughs) The dates are around before 1760s sift 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 not sure gregory we'll have to look back on it do you remember tom nolan saying fred drilled 125 feet below the quarter and found a void what happened down there we'll have to find out and there's that piece of uh Redware pottery that they found very strange. They believe the treasure zone is between eighty and one hundred and twenty feet deep, the treasure zone, quote unquote. And here's Charles. I don't like him with a beard. I want him clean shaven.
1: Yes, it it just changes him so much. I think
0: it ages him and he says i mean we don't know where the original money pit was yeah no kidding (coughs) excuse me guys and there they are at the sausage table waiting for the sausage to come the core sample And then we're getting to this spike. Could be a rap spike. All right, Judy, I'm going to play a little thing from uh, the artificial intelligence to give my voice a break.
1: Okay. So, All right. So
0: something's going to play. So we got to be quiet and see if I can do this right. It's from uh, Daniel and Charlotte's, season 11, episode one, on the money analysis. Okay, guys?
1: Yes. Go ahead. Here we go.
2: Season 11, episode one, on the money analysis. On last night's season premiere of The Curse of Oak Island, an interesting artifact was discovered on Lot 5 by Gary Drayton and Laird Niven. It was pinpointed by Gary with his metal detector in the Circular Depression and dug out by Laird. After the initial inspection it was called a possible iron latch. It was then taken to the Interpretive Center for Analysis by Emma Culligan, the team's archaeometallurgist. After scanning, the results were quite interesting. Emma determined that it didn't match anything that had been discovered on the island previously. Laird then explains that it did metallurgically match some artifacts that were sent to him from the William Phipps homestead in Maine. Laird identified this piece as a river raft spike. This led to conjecture that this is direct evidence that the William Phipps theory regarding the treasure of La Concepcion being buried on Oak Island is correct. The problem with this theory is that the historical facts don't support such a Conclusion. A river raft spike was used in the making of rafts and bundling of logs. They served as fasteners to keep rafts and logs bound together and were typically used in the logging industry. Lumber production was very important in Acadia in the 1600s. On the La River near present-day Lunenburg County, a lumber and export business was founded by Nicholas Dennis that produced oak and elm planks, beams, and rafters to provide return cargoes for ships bound for France. Toward the end of the 17th century, the Acadians operated water-powered sawmills in the Amherst, Minas Basin, and Port Royal areas. If the dating of this artifact is correct, this suggests that this piece was involved with logging in the Mahone Bay area. It is not uncommon for these spikes to wash up on the shore from the surrounding area. The question is how can it be a metallurgical match for an artifact from the Phipps Homestead site in Maine? From 1986 through 2001, Dr. Robert L. Bradley led a dedicated team of staff and volunteers in the excavation of the Phipps Plantation in Woolwich, Maine. The homestead was constructed between 1639 and 1646, and was abandoned and destroyed on August 14, 1676 in a Wabanaki raid during King Philip's War. The site was the birthplace and childhood home of Sir William Phipps, the first American to be knighted the King of England, and the first royal governor of Massachusetts Bay Colony. Sir William Phipps was born at Nequasset, now Woolwich, Maine, in 1651, the son of James Phipps, a gunsmith from Bristol, England. His father died when he was six years old. After tending to the family's sheep until the age of 18, he became an apprentice to a ship carpenter and after serving him for four years, he moved to Boston. It appears that Phipps left the family homestead in 1669. The Nequasset area was very remote and was one of the first British settlements encountered from the north and frequently attacked through the years. It was always portrayed that Phipps came from a very poor background, which was not entirely true. It seems this was perpetuated to build up Phipp's image of a brags to riches story. It is believed that Phipp's father, James, and his business partner, John White, who Phipp's mother remarried, operated a trading post/slash mercantile. It's very likely that the river raft spike originated out of this area and in the hands of the Wabanaki slash French and made its way back to Acadia either through trade or raids. It is highly unlikely that the spike was saved by Phipps for almost 20 years and then left on Oak Island. It will be interesting to see if any new information is updated regarding this artifact. Please join us next Wednesday for our next episode analysis. Good day from the Compendium, Daniel and Charlotte.
0: How was that guys?
1: It sound, well, I was listening to the phone, John. And it sounded good on my end.
0: Renee can't stand you. Can't stand Sarah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kathy says it sounds good, and Linda says well done.
0: We'll have to use a uh, Englishman's voice next time because my voice is shot.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you got to credit Daniel and Charlotte. Thank you so much, Professor. this way a lot of people that can't read eyesight is bad they can listen to a couple of these reports that i'll put on you know what i mean guys
1: i think it's a great idea thanks so much for doing that <laughs> daniel says it sounded good for a computer right daniel
0: All right, here they are back in the lab. This is the new lab now, Judy. So I was looking around at this new room that once the tour start happening, the museum part will be full of visitors. So I was looking around on this new lab. It's not as big as I thought. I thought it was going to be a lot bigger. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, and it's hard to tell on camera, but uh, they certainly look like they got everything in anyway. Yeah.
0: Then they go back to lot five on the uh, 13-foot circle. Dig, dig, dig. Three potentially ancient coins. Uh, There they are. A couple of outlines of what they could be to see, like Judy said in her synopsis. there you go
1: it is quite amazing isn't
0: it Mm. yeah there's this other drill hole she mentioned e.5n dash 9.5 way out there another map just because i like maps judy
1: right i i know you do i know you like them and they, they do help they help me a lot
0: you know, to give us direction, where we, where are we at? Okay, they're drilling this hole, but how close? Well, it's ten feet. Wherever well, they see a picture, and you know, them graph bars are five foot square. Every every square is five by five by five by five, so it gives you an idea where they're at. Instead of just honing in on the choice drilling drill, well, I want to know graph wise where they're at. You know what I mean?
1: I yes, and I as I said, it really helps me to uh, put everything in its place.
0: The description he still doesn't rule out lips being on Oak Island. The raft is good the 1600s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> now they're just trying to go to the area, Judy, where there's the highest concentration of gold, and test the wood at different levels if it's a shaft or it's a tunnel to see if they're on it you know what i mean
1: right yes it's gonna be interesting for sure
0: they had a lot of rain up there they must have emptied the swamp out about 10 times look it was rainy here where i live and they were getting blasted with northeasterns going up the coast hurricanes and rain and a real rough summer up there you know judy
1: yeah it was john and uh i'm sure they did have to uh during this quite a few times
0: and there's this dn12 barhole what's daniel saying here judy go ahead
1: uh daniel says the indian coin is the big one to me because it could indicate that it was obtained by a british soldier serving in colonial india oh hey right daniel
0: okay i like your thinking daniel <clears throat> yep, i wondered have... how that
1: would get there i wonder how an indian coin would get there thanks daniel
0: yeah through the military Yep. Yeah. and uh now they're looking to have our friend tony sampson who always supports us no matter what tony sampson to dive off the uh north end of the swamp to see if anything's down in there. So this is what this is coming up about. There he is next to this uh, ROV and he's finding some pieces. We also had a metal detector hit, like Judy said, some kind of looking round washer, coin, whatever it could be. But they had that remote, expensive, detector doing the whole bay there remember judy
1: yes it, it certainly works good
0: but they had that remote boat out there that they did the whole bay with but they never showed us any kind of information from it
1: that's true john I, yes okay i get what you're saying um yeah that's true
0: and there's the five coins because they added the half coin Roman coin. But then they're so shallow, you would think, you know, this stuff, the treasure stuff would be a lot deeper than what they're digging. You know, within eight inches, a shovel, spade full. You know, it's right there, you know?
1: Right, that's why I think it's not treasure. I think someone has dropped it at some point. Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe it was a campsite. You know, they camped out there and they had a tent there and uh, just fell out of their pockets here and there, you know?
1: Right. It's very easily done.
0: Yep. I was glad to see Tony back into the beam here.
1: Oh, it was. It's always good to see Tony.
0: Yep. We always support him at the uh, Salty Dog Tours, call him for a tour. Like I said, once we know if the 2004 tours are on, We'll let you know, I haven't heard a peep. I mean, already it's uh, the middle of November and uh, I haven't heard anything, Judy.
1: Okay, John. I wouldn't be surprised if they do open this year, but who knows?
0: Yeah, there's that red dot just about where they're at in front of Tom Nolan's boat dock. There's the RV, nice and clear water. We can see nothing obscure, nothing murky. Nice and clear, Judy.
1: It is, John. It's amazing what those things can do. It's so nice that we can see what Tony is seeing. Yep.
0: There's a pipe stem, some shards of pottery, which obviously they can't touch until they get a permit but they can fan stand the way, but that's all they can do. Here's a couple of the pieces here. And there's where the boats are. According to Tom Nolan's dock there on the lower right, you got a metal hit. And I don't know, that could be a washer. He says it's a coin. It looks awful thick for a coin, guys. So to me, it looks like a washer of some sort.
1: I agree, John. It's, it's hard to think of it being a coin, but who knows? And since he couldn't touch it, we, uh, we won't find out for a while.
0: I hope you don't hear this lozenge in my mouth. I'm losing my voice.
1: You can stop anytime, John. You know
0: that. There's Tony. (laughs) Those two don't look the same at all to me. What do you guys think? And now
1: Scott? Uh, Scott suggested, yeah, a weight. Could it be a weight? It could be.
0: That's small? What the heck is that gonna rebalance?
1: It's hard to tell, isn't it, though, how big it actually is.
0: Yeah, but the thickness, like Gloria says, is throwing me all off. Back to the coins with Sandy. Oh, scale you, Scott? Okay, I hear you. Could be, Renee. Could be. All righty. Don't forget, hashtag hat for the giveaway. we got 11 entries for people that have not won a hat yet. Uh, that's all I got for tonight. We'll maybe do one little next week pre show screenshot that I'm going to show you first. And then we're going to do the drawing. Okay, Judy?
1: Sounds good, John.
0: Good on.
1: night,
0: it's been. We've been on for an hour and 20 minutes. We did good. Yes, we did. Here's the tunnel. That they're diving uh, Aladdins Tunnel by Muyan Technology, and you know I'm all about Muyan. I got a clearer picture, I think, on the Facebook group and on YouTube. But this is the picture I got from the screenshot from the promo for next week, and I'll see you next Tuesday at 6:45 for a pre-show. And then next Wednesday, me and Judy will be back for her synopsis of everything that went on on the show next Tuesday night.
1: Daniel says somebody get John T with honey and lemon.
0: We're getting there. So I'll just rest between now and Tuesday. It's gotta be better. You know what I
1: mean? Yes, John, I hope it does. It's darn well better.
0: All right, we got 12 entries in the hat. Don't forget if you win the hat, please email me at island at aol.com with your address, if, it's your, if you're international, I need your phone number for some reason. <laughs> so here we go. Ready,
1: Judy? Congratulations, I mean, good luck everybody. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself.
0: all right there it is it's up we got 12 entries you guys all see it like i said send me an email with your address i'll get it right out here we go judy all righty three two one there it goes Lewis is the winner.
1: Well, congratulations, Lewis. Good for you.
0: I don't think he won a hat. If he did, let me know. We'll redraw. Lewis, have you won a hat before? Let's see if he responds, Judy.
1: Oh, okay, John, I don't recognize the name.
0: Me neither, but just to make sure, you know what I mean?
1: Right, I understand. Hmm.
0: Everybody's answering but him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't see him.
0: Lewis, where are you, Lewis? Knock, knock. Okay, there he is. Very good, Louis. Give me your address. If it's international, phone number at Crest of Oak Island at AOL.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we want
1: a picture, Louis. Don't
0: forget. Yep, we got to take a picture. Got to have a photo. All right, Judy, I'm shot. I'm knocked out. <clears throat> ready for bud
1: yes i'm sure you are john i want to say from everybody thank you so much for doing last night and tonight i know you're feeling tough so uh, everybody i'm going to say tonight and let john go rest. uh please have a good week everybody join us next tuesday wednesday night mm-hmm. and in the meantime yep. please stay safe and johnny you get better Yep. please yep
0: no problem thank you judy <laughs> Yeah. Good night, everybody. All right. See you next Wednesday. Yes. All right, everybody. That's it for the show tonight. But remember, what do I always tell you guys? Always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. No matter how old you are, it doesn't matter. For tomorrow is a never given, never. This world needs a ton of prayers. It's going crazier, times crazier, times 100,000 times crazier. I can't take much more. This is my friend Jan says. You always keep smiling because you never know what that other person is going through. And you stay safe. You also stay strong and keep that positivity going for everybody. Keep that positivity going. Thank you for joining me and Judy tonight. You'll see me Tuesday pre-show, probably another call-in, maybe just with me, and then you'll see us, me and Judy, Wednesday for the podcast of what was happening for next Tuesday's um, a show. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Take care, and bye-bye.